Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Speaking up for Arizona. Go after them. Let's find out if some of these parents knew and covered it up. How much are parents liable for the actions of the children? KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. A new era in afternoons on KTAR Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. I was off the last couple days and uh, I apparently missed everything. You did. I got to tell you, you missed out. Okay. Miss a little, you miss a lot. All right. So uh, Carrie Lake came on the show. She's running for Senate. And that happened on Monday. And I thought you asked an an incredible question. Really? As a McCain Republican, I like to think of myself as, and and I, I, I considered Senator McCain a friend. What changed when you told me and other McCain Republicans that we weren't welcome? Why am I welcome now? And and what changed? Well, first of all, that's not what I said. It was said it was a joke that was said a year before the election when I was taking an incoming, a nuclear bomb style incoming of tens of millions of dollars in attack ads from a McCain Republican. And it was said in jest. And I think if John McCain, who had a great sense of humor, would have heard it, he would have laughed. All right. Let's see if John McCain would have laughed. Joining us now is Megan McCain, the daughter, daughter of of course, the late, great John McCain. Her podcast is out Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's awesome. Megan McCain has entered the chat is what it's called. Hey, Megan, good to have you back on. How are you? Hi, Gatos. Thank you so much for having me on. And Bruce, it's nice to meet you. Nice Thank to you meet for having you. Me on tonight. Yeah. So would your dad have laughed at that joke from Carrie Lake? I mean, I think we all know the answer to that. And I think it's really kind of fascinating that this whole thing is blowing up as much as it is it's getting like international attention like the guardian is writing about all of this and you know i think i i just my entire take on this situation is just that the internal polling for carrie lake's campaign must be just staggeringly awful and scary to them when it comes to independents and McCain Republicans not voting for her. Mm. I think there's some kind of data that they've seen. There's public data we've all seen that shows that there is a giant swath of Arizonans who will never vote for this woman in no small part because of how much she has attacked my dad, who is a beloved Arizona icon. And also there are many people like you, Bruce, who consider themselves proud McCain Republicans. And we wear that proudly. We are not MAGA dear leader, Kim Jong-un, Trump, you know, people. Mm. And I think that her and her team have had a very, very, uh, you know, cataclysmic misunderstanding of the people that we are, the kind of Republicans that we are, and the amount of support that my dad still has, even, you know, five years in debt. Yeah. And Megan, again, thank you so much for making some time uh, for us today. And uh, uh, I would tell you that I, I enjoyed every moment around your father when he would come in the studio. Uh, I He was warm. Uh, I would tell you that uh, uh, I enjoyed the time when the microphones were off a little bit more because uh, you know how unfiltered he could get. You've obviously picked up some of that from dad. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's, there's the on-air part and there's the off-air part. So I, I really enjoyed it. We had great conversations. But I had a question for you because I'm trying to understand kind of the depth of this. And and let me just lay it out like this. I was told, and I do not know how true this is, but at one point, the McCains and the Lakes were friends uh, to the point that uh, Carrie uh, and her husband apparently uh, been to your house, uh, uh, spent time with your dad when he was ill, would visit, like that there was a genuine friendship there and then something went horribly wrong. Is that your recollection of it? 
So I know my parents knew her. She was definitely not around when my dad was ill because okay. that I know every single person who was around. Um, but I think they had a very genuine like relationship as, you know, like she was a longtime uh, host in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that's how people really knew her. Um, she was good friends actually with my brother, Jimmy, and his wife, Holly. I know she had been to their house okay. uh, before in the past. I believe they had been to my brother's baby shower for one of my nephews. Wow. Um, so yeah, there was a definite relationship. And I think, you know, she used to be a Buddhist. She was a big Obama supporter. Like this woman was everything mm. before, you know, she decided that she wanted to be what she has become today. And I think, you know, for me, what is, is so hard and Gatos has known me since I was, you know, in my early twenties, uh, personally. So what's hard for me is that I don't think that people like her understand. And she tweeted at me again today, you know, as a mother, as someone who's also last, you know, we're going to get to that. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry. You asked the questions. I tend to fill about. Oh no, no, no. I want you to keep going, but we're going to get to that. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, Megan McCain is joining us. You just said that Carrie Lake did reach out to you. Okay. So what she said was I'm a mother or you and I have things in common. And she reached out to you on Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it today. And what Carrie Lake said to you is I'd love nothing more than to buy you a beer, a coffee or a lunch. Pick your brain about how we could work together to strengthen our state. My team is sending you my contact info. If you're willing to meet, it would mean a lot to me. And when I read that, Megan, I said, that's completely disingenuous. Um, that is not, that, Carrie Lake is saying that to you to twist the knife. Uh, that's my take on it. When you saw that tweet, what was your take on it? I still think that she and her team are dumb, but they're not dumb enough not to know that they need to make things right with my family if she wants to become a senator. She has trashed my dad and me and my mother and my brother. I mean, numerous times she has called him a loser, said Arizona create a lot of losers. She made a stabbing motion and said that we have finally gotten rid of like the McCain arm of the Republican Party. She told McCain Republicans to, quote, get the hell out. And then you know what they did? They They got the hell out and they didn't vote for her. And she's saying this is a joke. It's not a joke. I'm I used to work at Saturday Night Live. I know what a joke is. Excuse (laughs) me. And like, I don't think that in any way it is anywhere. It's actually been quite painful. It's been embarrassing. Like, it's still like a weird thing for me that like when I go home and bring my kids home, that there's just like this segment of MAGA people that are somehow like offended that my dad is beloved. I see her for exactly who she is. And by the way, the rumor on the street, just between, you know, you guys and me just and her entire girls? like okay. radio, you know, <laughs> listeners, is that um, she spends the majority of her time in Mar-a-Lago. I follow a friend of mine uh, runs a very popular Instagram account called House and Habit. She was at a Mar-a-Lago event last weekend or two weekends ago, and she was there. Like, mm-hmm. that, that Carrie Lake just follows Trump around like a puppy dog, begging to be chosen as his vice presidential pick. That's obviously never going to happen because she is the one who loses elections, not anyone with the last name McCain in the state of Arizona. And I think it's all pathetic. And I think... To not understand that a person is going to defend their family, going to not accept any kind of anything. By the way, I didn't hear an apology in any of that. No. It's just delusional. Yeah. It's just delusional, Gatos and, and, and Bruce. And Megan, I, you know, I, I thought it was, again, I, you know, I almost feel responsible because I asked the darn question on Monday. No, I, I feel it, bad for this. No, no, you, you know? shouldn't. It was a good, no, I'm you, glad you asked it. So I'm glad you asked it. Okay, because yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to drudge up bad things in any way, shape, or form. Because, you know, what we did after that, after she said those pieces and left, we played back the audio of her doing it. And again, I didn't hear 
laughter, joking, or even a punchline in any of it. And this new, shall we call it, uh, kinder, softer Carrie Lake, it's, uh, I know one of the things I left with is, uh, uh, will the real Carrie Lake please stand up? I'm not sure which one she is anymore. I mean, I think she's the one who wants to get elected, but unfortunately for her, Arizona, as you guys know better than me, is a very interesting, independent, open-minded, free-thinking state. It is not the homeland of MAGA. No matter how much people like her and Kelly Ward and whomever else wants to pretend like people like you and I, Bruce, because I just heard you describe yourself as a McCain Republican, which I am proud to be every day of my life. They want to act like people like us have died. And you know what? They haven't. Mm. And it's why Trump can't win Arizona. And it's why she can't win Arizona. Because when you trash icons, people remember and people loved him very much and loved what he stood for. And I know that she thinks that I'm just going to come to her and somehow like want to make it okay. But if she is looking for absolution, she should go to her priest, not to me. Megan McCain is joining us. Uh, Carrie Lake reaching out to you on Twitter. I read some of it a minute ago. She started it. Hi, Megan, as mothers, both with two kiddos. Uh, I know we yeah, both. That's ag- my favorite part, by the way. I mean, really. What? I, I think it's very cheap to pull the mother card. Mm. Whether or not I have children or not is completely irrelevant to this situation. Yeah. And I have kiddos. I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. Her kids are out of college. Yeah. Let's just stop here. We're not friends, and we have nothing in common. What if, What if she were to... Include an apology, because I think mm. you 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 hit it right uh, on the nose. There's no apology. If she came out and said, hey, listen, I'm sorry for what I said about John McCain. I, I thought that that's what the people wanted me to say. And so I went out and said it and it ended up losing me an election. And I don't want to do that again. And I want to I want to make uh, I want to make it better. Make amends. Make amends with Megan McCain. If she <laughs> said something like that, which we all know she's not going to. If she did. And, and offered that type of an olive, olive branch to you, would would it be any different? Gatos, you've known me a really long time. The answer's no. Me and my dad. <laughs> right. My love for my dad is yeah. fr- the same way as for my mother. It is yeah. don't ask people to get over Mm-mm. people hurting their family and their dead parents. What I would say to her is I would say cinema 2024. That's what I would say. Yeah, I, I think that's something I'd like to see, too. Yeah. Uh, hey, Megan, thanks for joining us Thank and you. clearing the air a little bit and uh, reacting to everything that uh, Carrie Lake said. And uh, uh, we love you out here in Arizona. We'll talk to you soon. I just want to thank you so much. And Bruce, please, I want you to ask hard hitting questions. I was actually like happy finally someone confronted her about it. And yeah. if I sound, you know, emotional and intense, I, it is this is very deeply personal. And I'm I am. 39 years old and I just don't want to live in this world where Trump and his his minions like Carrie Lake think that it is funny or not deeply hurtful and impactful to many people when you consider to you continue to desecrate my dad in death. You, you're, they're never going to be able to take away what he was and how beloved he was. And by, by the way, how beloved he still is. Yeah. I've seen data and polling on it. And I just it, it is it never stops being painful. And I think to sort of like want to make amends in a cheap way on social media shows you exactly the kind of candidate she is. And quite frankly, the Arizona Republican Party and the constituents in Arizona who are proud Republicans deserve so much better than this absolute joke sham of a candidate. And she should go back to Mar-a-Lago where she belongs. (laughs)
All right. Other than that. Other than that. <laughs> Megan, thank you so much. Outspoken. I wanted with... to say, I did, not, I did not start this fight. No, you didn't. I know you didn't. Okay? No. I'll finish it. No, but here, here. I did here. not start it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> and I'd love to come on sometime when it's not, when I, when it's not something happy. Deal. Sold. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Deal. We'll definitely talk about Biden-Trump down the line, and we'll yes. call you for that for sure. Wonderful. Have a great afternoon. All guys. right. Thank you. It's outspoken with Megan McCain. Yeah, that is exactly what it is. She is decidedly outspoken. Right. I don't think we had to use the bleep button, so we're ahead of the game, right? I wasn't going to curse. I told you I'd be fine. I wasn't worried about you. All right, how about this? Yeah. I'm going to tell you the real reason why uh, Carrie Lake's Olive Branch was hot garbage. All right, that's coming up next right here on Outspoken on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Well, Megan McCain got a chance to say her piece, and I think it's safe to say there will not be. Uh, coffees, beers, or lunches in the future between her and Carrie Lake. Understandably so. Understandably so. Who am I to tell somebody how they feel about uh, the way their father's been attacked? Carrie right? Lake doesn't want that either. Yeah, and so she doesn't one, want of that things, either. one of the things, Gatos, and again, I wish you were here. Well, I, I don't know if I wish you were here on Monday when I'm we not interviewed so sure Carrie. About that. Yeah, there's another argument about you guys, that. You guys are just fine. But um, I was, I'm not going to say taken aback, but when I sat back after the interview, I, I almost kind of did this. Who the hell did we just interview? Because that's not the Carrie Lake that I thought we were going to get. Mm-hmm. It was decidedly, what do I want to call it? A softer, gentler version. That's not her. So, w- so Listen, she knows her audience. She knows this is not a far left audience. She knows this is not a far right audience. She knows that the people who listen to this show, I'm not saying they're all in the middle or they're all independents. I'm certainly not saying that. Um, but this isn't a far right wing show. This is and a broader, not, a yeah. broader medium yeah. here. Than this what is not we a do. far right. left wing show. I mean, there are times where I'll take the side of a Democrat or I'll take the side of a Republican. And Carrie Lake's no dummy. She knew what show she was coming on. Uh, and and so she changed the way that she usually you know talks. If she goes on a on on some you know you know right wing show, she's ripping John McCain to that to that audience. Um, she didn't do it here. She said it was a joke. First of all, it wasn't a joke. Mm-hmm. I think that is. I think that ba- I, that's a slap in the face. To any like if some of you believe that she was just joking, I don't know what to say about you. You're gullible because we know she wasn't joking. She said it with hate. And we played the clips at nauseum and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Listen, this is this is the this is the main reason all that Carrie Lake stuff was hot hot garbage. And they she reached out to Megan McCain and she she said, "Why don't we Why don't we get together? Let me bring both sides mm-hmm. together." And all the first of all, Megan said, "You can't come back from what you said. That was my dad. You can't come back." I totally get that. Uh, there's no apology from Carrie Lake. If she, if well, Carrie, that, that's Lake, interesting. You say that yeah. in all of the comments that Carrie Lake has made, from right. the ones she started with on the air here to with everything you? since, then, she didn't apologize. Because she's not sorry for it. If you want to apologize from the depths of your soul, you can reach someone who you besmirched. You can do that. I've done it. I've had to do it. Mm-hmm. But we've also uh, we've all we've all made fake apologies. Well, I was going to say, like that's at least the first step. It, whether Meghan McCain would ever accept, or the McCain family, I should say, would ever accept an apology is up to them. Right. Well, why but would if, you? If, but if you haven't even offered the apology, we're not even at that stage. Listen, yet. I'm all for giving somebody a second chance. Yeah. Uh, I'm all for, you know, uh, if you want to apologize for something that you did and if you really mean it, I can forgive you. Uh, you know, I, I, I like to think that I that I can do that. Um, but I, there's, it's, it's, it's BS Bruce. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. She's not sincere here. 
we, we know she wasn't joking about John McCain. We know that. So it's very disingenuous. Yeah. I think that what she said to you, um, Carrie Lake said to you about it being a joke, I think that she says it on purpose, and I like to call it twisting the knife. She's got a little knife in Megan, and she likes to tweak it once in a while. And I think when she said it's a joke, anybody with half a brain knows it wasn't a joke. Yeah. And it's a little bit of a tweak of the knife. And I think Carrie likes that. Listen, if you want to vote for Carrie Lake, you should go and vote for Carrie Lake. I'm not telling you not to vote for Carrie. I don't really care who you vote for. Um, but I'm just telling you, uh, if you have half a brain, you you know that that wasn't in jest. It's obvious and and again, no apology tells you all you need to know about Carrie Lake. She will not apologize for it. Saying it was a joke, you know, it almost it, makes it worse. It's it's what are we in second grade? Yeah. If you and I are in second grade, oh and I go up to you, you're a dummy head, oh. and the teacher hears that, right? And the teacher goes, "Gatos, did you just call him a dummy head?" Yeah, but I was just joking. No, it's like a second grade thing. You're still getting detention. I'm still getting detention. Still getting detention. You're staying after school, Gatos. All right. Hey, it's outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Speaking of the aforementioned Gatos, he's back. He's fired up, for goodness sakes. Mm. We missed you the last two you days, Gatos. I did miss you. Um, you crossed the border at Lukeville at that port of entry and yeah. saw something you've never seen before. Went to Rocky Point, came back. But when I was crossing into coming, the USA. Coming back, yeah. You're not going to believe it. Can't wait to hear it. It's coming up next right here on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Gatos is back. Uh, the Gatos World Tour 2024 <laughs> rolls on. Hmm. Uh, and um, you got a bit of a story regarding the border. I am interested to hear exactly what you saw. I didn't tell you before the show. No, I do not so know. So you're going to hear this for the first time. I'm going to react in real time. Becky Lynn, you'll hear this for the first time. Yes, I'm so, listening. So my wife, my wife and I, we, you know, we like to go to Rocky Point. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they closed that Lukeville port of entry for a month. Couldn't Nobody could get through. Nobody could get through. Um, and we, we talked about that at great length. So um, we decided, you know, we've got President's Day and uh, we were going to go down for President's Day, get, you know, three day weekend or so. So we went down, had a great time. On the way back, okay, things were different. Ooh. Okay, so, so people, coming back into yeah. the United States now. Yeah, if people want, like, like you know, people have always asked me, is it safe to go to Rocky Point? I said I've been there a million times. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay, so on the way back. Um, how, can I ask a question? Yes, and go Only because I do not know this. Yes. I'm not being ignorant. I've never been to Rocky Point. Okay. How far is it from Rocky Point to the border, to, to, the, to uh, Lukeville? From Rocky Point, like from the beach to Lukeville? Yeah. Hour and 15, hour and 20. Okay. 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 So like between Tucson and Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Got it. A little less. So my wife has been going for 30 years. I've been going for 10. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we saw something we'd never seen before. Um, when we were heading back to the United States, I would say about 15 miles from the border, there was a checkpoint. Okay. Sometimes you get a checkpoint. We just never really Federales saw one. No, whatever. actually, no. It was Ooh. just the Mexican police. Okay. And we opened our window. Hello, how's it going? The car in front of us. They opened a door. And I'm fine with all that and stuff. And what are they looking for? That's what we were asking. Like, what are they looking for? I didn't know because they didn't open our door. They allowed us to continue to go. We got to uh, uh, the Border Patrol where we, you know, show our, you know, our, we're American citizens. And so we looked to the side. 
Okay. Um, and it's to the left of us. There's no one behind us. So we're ready to cross into the United States, and we're, we're with the Border Patrol. U.S. Border Patrol. Yes. And I said, what's going on over there? <laughs> Nosy. And, yeah, because I wanted to know. And there were like uh, 30 to 40 uh, people who were sitting right on the border. And I've never seen that ever. Coming back from Rocky Point, I've never seen. What do you mean? What do you mean? Thirty four people sitting on the border. Yeah, and I asked the, the border patrol. I said, "Who who are they? They're here to claim asylum." So there were thirty to forty oh. people or fifty people just kind of lined up, lined up, not in a car, just no. sitting on the ground, sitting on the ground, ready to claim asylum. So I'm watching them claim asylum live, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, well, I don't know how this thing goes." But the interesting thing was, there was we we came back last night. I don't know. It was like 7 o'clock at night, okay. 7.30, something like that. So to get into the U.S., there was no line. So me, It being, wasn't a busy no. time because sometimes it can be very busy there, right? Okay. So me being nosy, I decided let's talk to the Border Patrol agent who's, you know, making sure everything in our car is we're not bringing anything back. And I said, I said, how many people come over the Lukeville port of entry? Good question. And he goes, during my shift? And I said, yeah. And his shift is eight hours. Okay. And he said 500 to 550 people. Like every day? Every eight hours. Every eight hours. Every shift. Every shift. And so I said, so during your shift today, 500 people came and claimed asylum? Mm-hmm. And he said, that's exactly the case. And those were the people that I was seeing. It was getting a little chilly. I, you know, I saw a mom with a baby kind of all bundled up. Yeah, it gets cold out in the desert. Right, but it yeah. you know it breaks your heart that there are people out there that will do anything to get into the United States. Yeah. We we really have it good here. Oh, without a doubt. But the other thing is, we can't let everybody in, and we're letting everybody in. And so I asked. So explain. Them, yeah. Okay, I, if I'm getting ahead of your story, I don't mean to ruin it. It's okay. So is he going to? What happens to these people now? Like, okay, they're at the border. Yeah. They're talking to U.S. Border Patrol. I think they're talking to Mexican. Uh, oh. And then, uh, and then the United States—they're there, ready to claim asylum. Okay. So whatever the official, because it's still it's still right on the Mexican Technically, border. They're Technically, they're on the Mexican side still. Yeah. Got it. Mexican side of the line. And so, and so there is—I think it's a—it's a federale, and it's got the gear sure. on, right? Is speaking Spanish and telling them, you know, what is what's going to happen and all that stuff. And then in a moment, they're all going to be. Like basically claim asylum. They like walk across the line. I guess and so. Present themselves to your the border patrol agent. That's your buddy now. So my wife's been going for thirty years. That drive she's done a million times. Not a single person, not a single person trying to sneak in, trying to claim asylum. I've been doing that drive mm-hmm. for ten years. You've never seen people never. at the border like that. It's never happened. I've so it's never new. seen it. Yeah, that I, it's definitely new. And, so, and I wonder why. Is that because of increased enforcement out in the middle of nowhere, new barriers, whatever? That's I think funneling we know pe- why. Well, no, but I'm saying, is it funneling people to Lukeville area? Like it's the only place to get across? Like we don't know where they're from. I, I don't have know. No where, idea. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. where. I have no idea where they're from. Why didn't you ask them? You don't have enough general Spanish? You didn't think one I didn't. I didn't. But this man, this Border Patrol agent was exasperated when I asked him oh, about really? this. Oh, really? Said, I said, how are you guys handling this? And he, he, you know, deep breath, and he goes, we got to do something. We have to do something. Yeah. 
this is this is not sustainable. We're exhausted. But what were they going to do once they claimed asylum and stepped over? That's what I'm like. What happens then, now? Then what? Well, then they were. They're I'm, in Lukeville, Arizona. Yes, they are. And they just and figure it out for well, themselves. Or they're putting them. They're put in a bus or some type of transportation that the U.S. Border Patrol. Um, that the U.S. Border Patrol and takes has. them to like a, a processing facility. So yeah. that's what I'm trying to like. Yeah, I'm trying to try. try was there follow. a bus there? Was there no. something? No, no. Yeah, so just hang out here. No, he goes. Listen, if they claim asylum, there's absolutely nothing that we can do. Right, right. There's if nothing that only, we can do. Gatos, if only there had been legislation yeah. to change the asylum laws to prevent people from doing that. I mean, one can wish, one can hope. If I, only, if that only was someone a, would have only tried to put something, something together. Yeah. I just can't tell you how frustrated he was. <laughs> well, I can't I've imagine. Talked to, I've talked to border patrol agents, and and this was just so you know, fifty people around seven o'clock. Um, it's dark it's something at that point. we've never seen before. Cold. But I did think it was interesting that the people were on the Mexican side of the border being yeah. given commands by the agents from Mexico in Spanish mm-hmm. ready to claim asylum. I mean, this man, this Border Patrol agent, was ready to go do his job in the night. He goes, listen. He, he's is, standing on the other side going, is, they're, they're coming this here. This is going to happen in the next few minutes. And right. I was like, my goodness. And he just said, we, crazy. we have to do something. But I just want to I'll hammer the point down. Yeah. That has never happened in never the seen it. 30 years my wife has gone to Rocky Point, has gone through the Lukeville port of entry. I've done it for 10 years. I've never seen a single but person. But you understand what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. I, look, I'm curious. I know you don't have the answer. Like, what, what physically changed? I mean, literally, is, is are they being funneled that way? Or are they all being told, no, 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 don't cross in the middle of the desert. Go to... Get, go to the little crossing, go find a Border Patrol agent, and say the magic word, asylum. Right. You know? That's it. It's I the think magic that's, word. I think that's what is yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to risk your life out in the middle of the right. desert. Right. Right. I mean, or, or they did, and and they just decided to come to the Lukeville port. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but it was... That's crazy. I'm, yeah. It, it, we can't continue like this. Without a doubt. Because hey, they'll shut that port again. They'll shut it down. Hey, it's Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos up next. Arizona acting like the wild, wild west. We'll tell you how. It's coming up on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Hey, we appreciate you uh, spending some time with the show. We're into week three already, Gatos. Can you believe that? Why are you keeping track? Uh, I'm. I'm. There's no need. I'm a pessimist by nature, so I'm going to so? count the days. Um, <laughs> uh, you can always text the show at 411-923. I always give you opportunities like that. And we're all over all the socials. We're on uh, the website, formerly known as Twitter. We're on the Facebook. And you can uh, you can reach out, make comments. Pe- people liked a lot of your comments about Carrie Lake. I got some uh, got some text about that. We'll, uh, we'll make some of those. Uh, I can't, we'll use them the next I can't time. wait to read them. They're, they they liked you. Okay. You like the ones where they like you, right? Not really. Okay, here we go. The other ones are much more fascinating. So we've got ourselves a bit of a kerfuffle, a dispute between uh, Arizona and New York. New York City! Yes, that New York. Uh, And it all involves a suspect in a murder case. This guy, there's a guy, there's always a guy uh, who is suspected of killing a woman in a hotel in New York. Right. Uh, He... Hightailed it out of town. Ended up in Arizona where he committed some crimes. Actually stabbed somebody, yeah. carjacked somebody. But now we have um, Maricopa County um, attorney. Attorney. Oh, I wasn't blinking on that. Saying that um, she's not going to extradite him back to New York because uh, they're just going to let him go. Good. 
Oh, yeah. come off of it, Gators. I think Rachel Mitchell's, uh, I think she does a good job. And so if this guy killed someone in New York. He's allegedly, right? and they're looking for him. I mean, and, they, they want him. And if he came here and he continued his crime spree. He did. Um, if I'm Rachel Mitchell, I'm keeping him here. I kind of like that. Because if you look at New York, um, and we, we did some research on this. We did? Their district attorney is something Alvin named... Alvin Bragg. Alvin Bragg. Yeah. So he's... He, he's one of them going after Trump, by the way. Is he one going after Trump? Okay, yeah, he's look. going after... Him. Uh, Alvin Bragg is doing the Stormy Daniels uh, Okay, well, if Alvin Bragg went after bad people like he went after Donald Trump, he'd be pretty good at his job. But he's downgraded 60% of felony cases to lesser charges. He did that last year. Um Suspected felons have walked free in half of the cases since Alvin Bragg took office. Um, and New York, you know, a lot of times they let these criminals roam the streets. Do you remember um, You remember the migrant who beat up a New York City cop? He let that guy go. So if I'm Rachel Mitchell and I'm in Arizona, I'm like, you know what? You do the crime here, we're going to nail you. We're not going to send you back to New York uh, where Alvin Bragg's just going to slap you on the wrist and let you go. No, no, you can't come to Arizona and do that. So we're going to nail you right here. I, I think it, you, you don't think that's good. I think that's good. Uh, let's, the let's, guy is facing murder in New York. Right. Uh, I don't understand the law well enough to know how I'll use the term like extradition normally works. Mm -hmm. But I thought you you would want to put the person in the jurisdiction where they're facing the more serious crime. Yeah, he but did, thankfully didn't yeah. murder anybody right, here. Right. Uh, thankfully, but if this but he's a criminal. But if this Brad guy is not going to is not going to uh, follow through with it, um, then why send him back to New York? Let's, well, but let, I mean that's a hell of an assumption. I mean they're 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 they were searching for him. They didn't let him go. He ran away from New York. They are trying to try him for murder. I, I mean, I like, look at the track record. I look at the track record. I'm not. I'm not an any expert on Alvin Bragg. I mean, if Neither this guy I. fell on top of me, I would know who he is. Now, but let's hope he doesn't. He looks Man like a big guy. Okay, he's the Manhattan District Attorney. But yeah. I just read you three different things that we've come up with. He, he's 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 let a migrant go who beat up a cop. He's he's downgraded. You know, more than half. Yeah, but I think of that. Cases. I, I, I'm not trying to make excuses for no. New York or, or Alvin Bragg because again, I don't know enough. But every prosecutor has those. You know. You let that one go, or you had to make a decision. They make decisions every day about sixty percent. Who, who, get, who gets uh, indicted? Who, which cases you go after? There's only so many hours in the day. Here's something though that doesn't play into Rachel Mitchell's thing. Okay, uh, according to the FBI, I don't know who else to go by. Go ahead. New York City's murder rate is twice is half of that of Phoenix's. I was shocked to hear that. Phoenix's Say murder again, rate. Yeah. Phoenix's murder rate. Yeah is double that of New York City. Now, they have more murders. They have a hell of a lot more people. Of course. The murder rate, they do it like per 100,000 is kind of how they determine the number. And uh, ours is like 11, theirs is five. Well, if you have more murders out there, well, we'll take care of this one. <laughs> take care of this one right here. It's a bit of the wild But we're wild not going to try him for murder here. We're going to try him for something else, which he eventually will get out for. He may not get out if he gets... Convicted of murder in New York. I don't think that Brad guy's going to get the job done. Okay. I don't think he's got it. All right. Playing politics. Yeah, maybe usual. a little bit. What a surprise. Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah. We have our check in the headlines. We'll also get you up to speed with all the traffic and stuff you need to know. And Megan McCain is not buying the new warm and fuzzy Carrie Lake. We had a chance to talk to her just a little while ago. We'll play some of the highlights of that conversation. It's coming up next right here on KTAR.